What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show. Like I promised, live on the road, I am here at Uncle Vito's Bar today, uh, coming at you live with Dudes Who Bet Sports. Papa Dude, the world could be ending. Facebook is down, and it's been down for several hours. What are your thoughts on this problem we've got? Well, I, you know, I've been trying to fix it. Uh, didn't get anywhere with that. I just thought it was my computer. Really, and then I got a little notice came on there just a minute, you know, a while ago that Facebook was down, so that may limit some of our uh, viewers today that watch us on Facebook. But uh, hopefully, they'll know where to uh, download this or find it later on, whenever, whenever we get going. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, man. Uh, yeah. That's everybody was like, I don't know, my phone might, must not be working, is what everybody was saying. <laughs> now Facebook is down, Instagram is down, and what happened is a major network that hosts a lot of these sites. It's down. And oh, uh, is that, is that what it is? Yard, the, the, what we use for the videos, it was down for a good part of the afternoon uh, as well. But we're back up now. Uh, hopefully, we don't have any glitches here. We can get through the show because we do have a lot to talk about. Uh, another another really fun week. I uh, got another fun game in the NFL to talk about tonight. First, though, to start us off, I do want to uh, go to the website, racingdudes.com slash sports. You can go to, to it now, and these articles are available. But you wrote a very interesting article that I want to get to, uh, the Week 5 College Football Report. If you're watching us live, you can see it up on the screen now. I'll pull it up. Like I said, if you're on the podcast uh, version of this, racingdudes.com slash sports is where you can find this. Kind of just summarize some of the things uh, that have happened here through the first five weeks of the season. I'll let you kind of talk about it. The number one thing, and I think I think everybody kind of would agree with you now, Alabama and Georgia, very obvious. These are the top two teams right now. Well, we thought we knew that before this weekend, and now we know. Mm -hmm. I mean, they took on uh, – Alabama took on a, a red-hot Mississippi team and destroyed them. And then Arkansas, who was probably the hottest team in the country – had all kinds of high hopes, went into Georgia and got just demolished uh, by the Bulldogs. So right now what we're looking at is Alabama, Georgia. Now, keep in mind, we're only five weeks into the season. There's a ton of things that tend to happen over over the whole course of the of the year. You know, there's, there could be injuries. Teams peak early sometimes. There's a lot of things that could happen, but at this point in the season, everybody is playing for number three and in the playoffs, that's what you're playing for. And then whoever, whoever gets in there, good luck. Cause you're going to get the crap beat out of you by these two teams. It's just that simple. Yeah. They look dominant right now. Uh, Jason Hommel says, get your popcorn ready. Of course, that's uh, what Lane Kiffin said about the old miss game. And yeah. Uh, yeah, they got their ass kicked as, as uh, my cousin, your niece uh, mentioned to me uh, last night, she said, we found out who the pretenders were last weekend, and uh, that was Ole Miss and Arkansas. They were not ready to go to Alabama and Georgia, respectively. There, they they just could not do anything. Uh, we'll get into both those games a little bit more in detail. 
There's no question. These are the two teams right now that are first and second. And you want to – I'll throw it up there again, Jason. Get your popcorn ready. Get your popcorn ready for the SEC championship game because that yeah. is where <laughs> these two are going to collide. As, as of right now, for sure. And yeah. uh, they are really, really dominant teams. They're great teams from what we're seeing. And when you when you do it when you do a top twenty five, who do you put third? Who do you put put fourth? Who do you put? You just could draw names out of a you know put twenty five names in there and start drawing them out. It's very difficult once you get past these first uh, first two. And I don't remember recently having two dominant teams like this at this point. Yeah, I actually want to get into the top twenty five just very very briefly. Uh, here in a minute. So I'll ask you that question that you just kind of asked all the listeners, who the hell do you put in there uh, after the top two? The top two are just so clear. It's unbelievable. Uh, And then Jason says that will be better than the national championship unless that's a rematch. Honestly, I think there's a great chance it would be a rematch. Say they both go into the SEC title game and they're undefeated. I think the winner is number one and the loser will be number two, maybe number three. Maybe they slide down one notch. And then they have that opportunity for a rematch. We may see it twice. Uh, right now, it, it really does look like that. All right, let's yeah. let's move on, though. Something else you talked about uh, in your article this week. There are 17 undefeated teams left in college football heading into the second week in October. Uh, that's pretty incredible when you think there's 130 teams in Division I college football. 17 are now undefeated. Uh, you kind of went through and listed some. Uh, we'll start with it with the American Conference. Of course, Cincinnati gets the big win in Notre Dame. They're undefeated. And SMU, a lot of people may not realize that. You've got Cincinnati at an 85% chance now to stay undefeated and SMU a 30% chance. Uh, the question I'll ask is, are we set up now this year more than ever for a mid-major to get into the playoff? Well, I think we are at this point. By the way, there's 19, Aaron. I goofed that up, and there's actually 19. Actually, there's 17, and you there wrote is? there's 19, but there's, there's 17. There's what? There there are only 17. Okay, well, I, th- I, I thought I did that wrong. Anyway. You wrote 19 on the article, and I said, no, no, there's 17. And okay. So- All right, well, I can't count, I guess. And I did this off kind of the top of my head, too, so that could explain it. Your question was, is it set up for a, a, a team not from a Power 5 conference to yeah. get in? And that's what Cincinnati's win did for them. Um, and the other thing is this. We have three major conferences that are not going to get a team in there more than likely. The pac 12s done, mm-hmm. unless crazy things happen in, in these next seven weeks. And they could. You know, that's what that's why we watch college football for. There's nutty things that happen. But right now the big the, the Pac twelves just knocking each other off and and Oregon's loss to Stanford was just that's a terrible loss. They've got to win that game. And they didn't. The ACC is, you know, they have one undefeated team that we'll get to in a minute. The chances of that team, and I don't want to knock them, but the chances of them going undefeated is not very good. And there's got to be an undefeated team coming out of the ACC or they're not going to get anyone in there. Then the Big 12 is pretty much a joke. Uh, There are some undefeated – there's a couple of undefeated teams. But the way these teams are playing, I I don't see them going undefeated, first of all. And they might go undefeated and not make it. So it's (laughs) iffy. On that, so you got three of the five conferences that don't look like they're going to get anyone in there. 
So then that leaves Georgia and Alabama. As long as they both go undefeated into the SEC championship game, the loser of that's got to be in the playoffs, have to, yeah. unless somebody gets blown out in that championship game. Then you've got the Big Ten, which is strong. It's a strong conference. You'd have to think the winner of that, unless something happens and they have two losses, would be the other one. And then who in the hell's better than Cincinnati? Yep. And as I said before we ever started this season, if they went into Notre Dame and won and then finish undefeated, they've got the marquee game they've got to have. Yep. So I think they have a shot. And there's another team out there that you mentioned just a minute ago, and that's BYU that's sitting there undefeated. They don't have a conference championship game to worry about. They run the table and they have a shot. They'd have to be considered too. I don't think SMU is going to make it. I'm impressed with them. They got to go to Cincinnati. That'll be tough. And even if they beat them, then they may have to play them again in the conference championship game. Can they beat them twice? I don't know. Yeah, I, I think SMU is a good story. I think they've got a lot of talent. They've used the transfer portal very, very well. Uh, gotten a couple kids from Oklahoma that, that might look good in Oklahoma uniform. Not going to be, you know, not going to lie to you guys. Uh, but uh you know, they're a good story, but I, they're not going to go undefeated. We talked about Wake Forest, uh, the ACC. They're the only undefeated team left. That's not going to happen. I'll go a step further here with the Big Ten. Uh, okay. you, you've got Penn State, Iowa State, Michigan, and Michigan State. Okay. I bet you none of those teams finish undefeated to end the year. And I think I think Cincinnati will get ahead if, of a one-loss Big Ten team even. Um, I, Unless I like it's Ohio State. State. Well, okay, Ohio State with one loss is still possible. All of a sudden, the realm of possibility of Ohio State getting back in the playoff hunt is really good. Like, I'll venture to say Ohio State wins out from here on. They're in the playoff without any question because they're going to have to beat, uh, you know, a couple of these teams that are undefeated currently in the Big Ten. I think the Big Ten is going to get one in. Uh, and the Big 12, it's the two Oklahoma teams left. The one thing the Big 12's got going for them, it's not a tough conference. So somebody could go undefeated and get in, but I'm with you. I think, I don't think it's going to happen. Both of, of those teams are going to lose maybe multiple times. Um, you know, you talked about Alabama and Georgia. Kentucky's got no shot, but it's kind of a cool story to see Kentucky here uh, undefeated. And really, I think this team could win eight or nine games. That would be, oh, that'd be big for Kentucky. Yeah. Their schedule's weak. Yep. Uh, running out and, and you know they've got to they got lsu this week uh in lexington they have to win that game they have to win yeah and then, and then they've got to go you know they they have to play georgia in athens they're not gonna they're not gonna no. win 10. but they could they could they might win 10 they got a shot so well you, you look at the game at L the game against lsu this week they absolutely have to win yes. you're right uh the georgia game a loss they go to mississippi state that's a strictly okay. a 50 50 type of game okay. Tennessee, they have at home. Uh, they go to Vanderbilt. I mean, that yeah. they should they should win there. New Mexico State at home, they oh, should yeah. definitely win that one. And then they end the season at Louisville. Yeah. Kentucky could win nine, uh, really easy. So, no shot of really going undefeated, but it's so. still kind of a good story. Uh, and then let's go to the rest of the mid majors that are that are unbeaten here. BYU, you talked about them. Their schedule sets up pretty well. You've got them at a sixty five percent chance. Um, Let's put let's lump them and Coastal Carolina in, right? They okay. both have got a decent shot to go undefeated. Right. 
probably no chance for these two teams that make the playoffs, though, right? Coastal Carolina definitely. Right. They play no one. I don't think they'll beat Appalachian State. I don't. That's. I mean, they might. Yeah. But they don't play anybody else. There's yeah. zero on their schedule to keep them from getting in there. So they could go undefeated. They're not. They have no chance to get in. BYU's got a little bit of a name. They've still got to beat USC, which would help, especially if USC would get their act together and and went out, you know, and then they go in there and beat them and they stay undefeated. They got a shot, but I I, I don't think they can beat out Cincinnati. And there's no way two teams are getting in there from uh, the other group of, of conferences. It's not happening. Yeah. Uh, then finally, San Diego State and Wyoming. The bubble will burst on both of these teams probably yeah. pretty soon. Yeah. But it's still it's a good accomplishment up to this point to be undefeated. Um, so so good for them. One last thing I wanted to throw in about these undefeated teams. Like I said, there are 17 remaining. Uh, 11 of the 17 undefeated teams are on the road or at a neutral site this week. So that is very, very interesting. Uh, I think this time next week, and we'll revisit this, I think this time next week, there might be like nine, ten. Yeah, I, I was going to say it might get cut. I was going to say it might get cut in half this yeah. week. Yeah, so it'll be very interesting to see how yeah. these teams go on the road uh, in, in play this week. So, all right, uh, how about this? Biggest wins of the season so far. That's another thing you kind of broke down on this uh, young college football season. And I agree, Cincinnati over Notre Dame. It's probably the biggest win because of what it means for Cincinnati. Cincinnati right. went from, yeah, you're still a mid-major to, uh-oh, you might be the first mid-major to make the, the final four. Uh, right. I thought that was a good choice. Oregon over Ohio State, it certainly looked better before Oregon blew it at Stanford. Still a huge win. Uh, you know, well, can, go ahead. And the other, th- the other thing about that game, Aaron, is the implications for Ohio State. Yeah. It killed them. Yep. So it's it's a big win two different ways on that one. And the same thing with Cincinnati. It pretty much knocked Notre Dame out of yep. uh, if Cincinnati wins out. You know, there's we're saying this right now. There's so many crazy things that still could happen. Well, yeah. I mean, we're we're talking, we're just assuming Cincinnati's gonna win every game. Yeah. And every week in college football, you can get beats, but right. but the win is huge no matter what, because oh, yeah. it puts them in a position. Yeah. They they really, really thought they could get to Well, and if they'd lost, they're done. Exactly. So that's, that's, yeah. It that's was, why it's huge. You could call that game in South Bend. And now Notre Dame does have a much better chance to come back and maybe make it if they ran the table, where if Cincinnati lost one yeah. anywhere, they're done. But that was a de facto playoff game. It, it really was. was. It, it Unless we get some craziness. Kentucky over Florida, you ranked number three. It, that was awesome. I, I love a good field storming, and, and it was great to see that at Lexington. They finally beat Florida at Kentucky. Yeah, and they've been, they've had them so many times in Kentucky and lost in every bizarre way you can lose. Or in uh, in this time, they finally finally won. I don't know whether that's the third best. I probably was on my mind because I watched a lot of that uh, uh, Saturday night. But I, I, that's a that's just a big win. It really. And here's another thing. It, it ended all hope for Florida yep. to uh, get in the playoffs. Yeah, no doubt yeah, about it. Uh, I, I thought this was a good one. Uh, lesser degree than Cincinnati's yeah. win over Notre Dame. But BYU's two wins over Utah and Arizona State, if they are to somehow sneak in, if they if they do become the mid-major darling that has a shot, those are the wins that catapulted them. 
So that was very good for them. And then this one could be sneaky here. Penn State yes. beats Auburn. Auburn beat LSU at LSU last week. Now they go to Georgia. What if what if or now now Georgia comes to Auburn, I should say. What if Auburn somehow pulls off a stunner and then Penn State beats Iowa? Man, Penn State is right there. Yeah, that's why I put that in there. Because that if that game kept Penn State relevant, yep. and it's boosted them obviously up into the top five in most polls, number three in mine, and uh, it's not inconceivable that Georgia could lose in Auburn. I mean, stranger things have happened. They, they could this week. So, yep. yeah, I mean, if, if Auburn should happen to beat them, or don't forget they still have Alabama too, yep. that would be a big game for Penn State to have won. For sure. Uh, definitely. Notre Dame. Now we go to the, the worst losses right. so far, and I believe you're, you're talking like for playoff implications here. Right. Not necessarily like, uh, you know, how did Minnesota lose the Bowling Green type of thing. Like this yeah. is like for the serious yeah. things. Notre Dame loses to Cincinnati. That's a, that's a big-time loss for Notre Dame for sure. Yeah. And, again, it's not over for them, but it makes things very difficult yeah. from here on out. Uh, this was, I think this should have been number one. Oregon loses to Stanford the week after UCLA goes on the road and beats Stanford. Yeah. This was a horrific loss for the Ducks. Terrible. It, it pretty much knocks them out. Texas getting embarrassed at Arkansas. It looks even worse now that Arkansas got embarrassed at Georgia. A bad loss for sure. Liberty losing to Syracuse. This is kind of like if BYU would have lost uh, to Utah State, right? It's last right. week. And I put them in there because that's another mid-major type team that had a chance to go undefeated. Yeah. And that's why I, I put that one in there. Took the words right out of my mouth. That was the yeah. next thing I was going to say. And as the opposite of BYU or Cincinnati, who got big wins as mid-majors, this loss by Liberty, uh, you know, killed any. Mm -hmm. They had really 2% chance, 1% yeah. chance anyway, but it totally killed them there. And then Clemson losing to North Carolina State. I think this is one that, that is interesting because – as bad as Clemson has been, if they could get their act together and they only had one loss at the end of this, and it's possible in, in an ACC that is bad. I mean, it's it's beyond bad. They could still maybe sneak in there, but that loss to North Carolina State ended it for them. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I think you're spot on there. Um, let's see. Let's quickly – we will now go to the scoreboard because um, I, I want to get to the college football scoreboard here. I will put that up on the screen now. Um, want to quickly get to that. I, I thought that was a good article, though, to kind of primer the first quarter of the season in college football uh, for sure there. But we'll get to the scoreboard now as it pops up on the screen. Uh, we'll quickly go through this, and then we'll get to the NFL. How about this? This Friday night game, I was driving Friday night, and uh, by the time I stopped, I think Iowa was already ahead like 34-7 to 7, uh, when I turned on the television. So Iowa goes to Maryland and just dominates. They move up a spot in the rankings, and now they are set up to play Penn State, a top-five matchup this week. Thoughts on your Hawkeyes just dominating this game? I, I don't think I've ever seen a team start the season 5-0 and and get as many turnovers as they're getting. I think it was seven maybe in this one. I yeah. know uh, uh, the quarterback from Maryland threw five interceptions, and he'd been playing pretty well, and yep. they just are turnover – I mean, I don't. They're just unbelievable how many turnovers they're getting. Um, they they uh, offensively were a little better uh, than they have been too. Mm -hmm. uh, that was a great win for them, and they just demolished them. So it sets up a biggie this week in uh, Iowa City with the Nittany Lions coming into town. 
I know it's huge, man. And and you're right. It's just like every team they play that's relevant, they just hand them the football. I mean, and listen, Iowa has forced a few of these turnovers. We're not yeah. giving them enough credit. Some of these passes by Tua's little brother, my is like, my God, like, what are you doing? Like yeah. he threw him right to him. So uh, but still, huge win for Iowa in a game we kind of thought they might lose. Yeah. We talked about BYU. They took care of business. And it's, listen, this is an important point in college football. When you're a team like BYU, really anybody, you get big wins, and then you have a game. It's kind of a trickier game, definitely better than Utah State, but it's on the road. It's a Friday night. They took care of business. It really wasn't close. That's a nice win. I, I, don't, I know Utah State isn't that good. It's a nice win to go on the road after two big home wins and get that job done. So nice for BYU. We touched on Alabama. Uh, they just smoked Mississippi. That wasn't a game. Speaking of that, Georgia absolutely dominates uh, the on-fire Arkansas Razorbacks. 37 to nothing. Uh, Arkansas seems scared to me. They just seem like they weren't ready for this stage yet. Well, the one thing that happened – they couldn't get off to a bad start, and they no. it was the worst start possible. Georgia just took the ball down the field on them with the first possession and just pounded them and, you know, just gashed them. And then Arkansas screwed up, and they got a penalty, I think, on the kickoff, and then they ended up, you know, in their own end zone trying to punt, and then they got another punt block later on, and everything just snowballed on them. And, you know, their quarterback, who's been playing so well, he looked. He's the one that looks scared to me. Uh, he looked like a junior high kid out there against Georgia, but a lot of guys probably do. Georgia's for real, and their backup quarterback played. You know, yeah. wasn't any other starting quarterback. Very impressive. They could have beat him seventy to nothing. I think the, the backup, took- the backup quarterback plays, and nobody knew he was going to play. That's no. you know they they kept that quiet, which in yeah. nowadays is is almost impossible. They were able to do it. Uh, yeah, I mean. They are impressive. That was, it was really, really impressive. And uh, like I said, Arkansas, when you got out to that kind of start, you knew they were in big, big trouble. <laughs> yeah. They're not, what is it? Uh, they're not ready for prime time. No, they're not. It's Here's what's interesting, and we'll talk about this game, I'm sure, on Thursday. The two, you know, pretenders mm-hmm. will face each other this they week. Uh, Arkansas goes to Old Miss. It'll be interesting to see who wins that yeah. battle. Uh, we'll move on. Uh, Oregon gets beat, like I said, at Stanford overtime. Uh, you know, questionable call at the end of regulation gives Stanford uh, the ability to tie the game. Uh, Oregon actually got a stop on fourth down right at the goal line. Uh, they called pass interference, and then Stanford scores, and then in overtime they win. I get Oregon people, they're upset. It may have been a bad call. Don't let the game get this close, right? Yeah. I mean, that's exactly. that's what it comes down to. If you're number three in the country – you don't play Stanford that close. Yeah. You just don't. You know yeah. what? I think Stanford's one of those teams that Oregon has trouble with, though. You know how yeah. some teams will talk about us here in a minute. They just have trouble with certain teams. Yep. And Stanford is one that Oregon has trouble with. Yep. And But, my God, Stanford's lost two games pretty decisively, one to K-State. If you're number three in the country, you win that game so you can bitch all you want, Oregon. It shouldn't have been that close. Yeah. Yeah, I, exactly. But still, a t- tough, tough way to lose. Uh, yeah, but yeah, they're pretty much out of it. Penn State and Indiana, this one put me to sleep. Indiana wins 24 <laughs> to nothing. Uh, <laughs> this game, you're driving me nuts during this OU Kansas State game. You're like, I, I just, you were shocked that K State was going up and down the field on us and their quarterback was throwing all over us. 
So do you remember when Martinez from Nebraska looked like Joe Montana and the Tulane quarterback, who I don't even know his name anymore, looked like Joe Montana? I wasn't shocked that Kansas State was moving the ball all over the field against OU. The big thing is OU won 37-31. That's a good thing. And the offense looked like an OU offense for the first time. That's a good thing. So OU doesn't cover again. Uh, no. So they're zero and four against against real teams against the spread. Mm-hmm. They're five and zero, and I mm-hmm. mean that, that's I was happy with the game. Oh really? Well, that's good. Well, I was happy they won. Yeah, and uh, that's about it. No, I thought their offense played really well. Uh, we saw some coaching on one side of the ball, <laughs> and we saw no coaching on the other side of the ball. <laughs> and so, obviously, Lincoln Riley did a great job and realized that he had to get Spencer Rattler out of the pocket. Yeah. And they rolled him out. He got in a rhythm and he was phenomenal in this game. And that was the adjustment I thought that they made that. And they uh, let Marvin Mims play, who was their best receiver last year. Yeah, He played a lot and they got him involved in the game. Uh, a fellow by the name of Kennedy Brooks got to run the football a little bit, which everybody's been clamoring for. Mm-hmm. All he does is gain about eight yards every time he gets it. And so offensively made adjustments and, and they played well. They really did. Defensively, total embarrassment, as usual, when they play Kansas State. Now this week, Kansas State will score about 10 <laughs> and look like crap, but – uh, they look like Alabama when they play us, and I don't understand why. And this time, the quarterback, who usually kills us with their with his runs, he couldn't run. He was yeah. immobile, and I just don't understand some things they do. And, of course, they let him run a kickoff back, and that was ridiculous, and, and that was all caused by a penalty. Anyway, I don't. I, let's just drop it. <laughs> I, I, I'm upset enough. <laughs> uh okay i'll go back to the positive i thought it was spencer rattler's best game as a oh student. yeah no doubt uh, and i feel like if he didn't play as well as he did in this game they would have lost so well they would have i thought the it was, was great and another disturbing thing and i don't know what you do about this they had the football i, I could this is just unbelievable they had it three possessions in the first quarter I mean, first half. Right. Three. And one of those was was a minute and a half to go in the half. Yeah. That's incredible. Yep. That means the defense can't get their ass off the field. Well, I'm going to tell you why they can't. Are you ready? They're not any good. They cannot cover a pass, period. No. They cannot cover the pass. Hmm. They can't. Their secondary is garbage. It is. It's so bad. They can well, stop the run. They yeah. cannot cover the pass. They have no linebackers. It's obvious. Yeah. Their linebackers are <laughs> pathetic and yeah. have been since 2008. Yep. You know, this is Oklahoma University. This is not Kansas. <laughs> I'll bet you Kansas' linebackers is as good as ours has been. Yep. We haven't had a linebacker since 2008. Mm-mm at Oklahoma University. That is total BS. It's been that way forever. Well, and and if you watch the games, they get beat a lot over the middle intermediate routes where the linebackers are supposed to be covering a lot of times. 
it's it's you know it's bad it is what it is yeah listen curtis and jason are both very upset no 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 rant from you really. you you guys just tune in on monday uh october the whatever the hell that would be what is that the 11th yeah after texas kicks the shit out of us uh in <laughs> dallas on saturday which they're going to do i may be dead <laughs> it's possible i was so mad let me tell you two more things. We'll get out of here because nobody cares about Oklahoma but us. Okay. And with good reason. But it's our show. So <laughs> well, okay. All right. We're up 27-10. We're about to blow uh Kansas State out. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what that means. But anyway, so we're about to blow Kansas State out. Yeah. He puts a guy in. I'm talking our wonderful defensive coordinator who's a joke. <laughs> Remember when we started doing this show, Aaron? I said I wasn't gonna criticize coaching yep i can do it at ou okay, okay. I, i'm not i'm trying not to do it anywhere else anyway so he puts in a kit and believe me they've played as many as 33 guys on defense this year okay he okay. puts a kid in i never seen him before you ever seen number 29 no mm -mm. no no i don't know his name not on either mm -mm. puts him in at safety what's k-state do throws it over the top goes 65 yards yeah, and there's just no explanation for that. And I, I'll I'll go I'll go further. The kid through three quarters did not play uh, against the damn one double A team we played because I was there through three quarters and never yeah. saw him. So yeah, I mean yeah. I, it makes no sense. Now the substituting is either they've got thirty three guys who absolutely absolutely suck and you can't tell them apart. Or what is this junior high football? We got to get everybody in the game. <laughs> I mean, that's what it looks like, and yeah. it's ridiculous. And yeah. um, Jason says, "How about a live stream during that Texas?" Oh God, game? you would have wanted to be on uh, Saturday. Let me tell you, <laughs> it would have been bad. <laughs> now, I was watching, and I was like, "I'm not really that. surprised by anything that's happening." And you were just no, like, "Well, I'll tell you another thing." My uh, Sandy, my wife, who knows nothing about football, yeah, she's sitting there watching this and she's looking at me and she goes, "What in the hell are they doing on defense?" <laughs> she just comes out, and pops up, "What in the hell are they doing?" And I said, "Beats me." I said, I, "You know." Well, no. what I kept telling you, it's not that I wasn't mad. It's just like we've seen this for fifteen years. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're supposed to be good on defense. <laughs> We're getting better on defense. We're recruiting these animals on defense. I don't, they must still be in the cages because I don't see them. <laughs> we got one guy, number 95 and number 11, are damn good players when they're yeah. on the field. Yeah. But it ain't very often. Yeah. Well, Magic, you got it. You asked for it and you got it. I just had to poke the bear a little bit. And uh, we've learned today that OU has recruited animals, but they have not let them out of their cages yet. So, no. <laughs> have you seen any animals? No. Well, I have seen one and he's not doing much. Uh, Perion Winfrey is a guy I would, oh, I would describe yeah. as an animal, a beast, whatever you want to say. Well, he, he's, he's, an doing stomping, he's an animal stomping around the, in the end zone before the game. Yeah, for sure. But last yeah. year he was he was a he was a beast on the field. You got to admit, Perion oh. Winfrey was a beast last year on the field. He's nowhere to be found this year. Okay. He's not doing anything. Yeah. 
Okay, we're moving. On. <laughs> um, oh, well, listen, Cincinnati, Notre Dame. We've we've discussed that one. Such oh. a huge win. We also discussed what a, a great win. And you know one thing about Cincinnati. Okay, that we talked about last week. I said, and I was wrong as usual. I said that it, Notre Dame in the fourth, third, and fourth quarters make a run at you in games yep. like this in South Bend, and they win it to last. They made a run at the Bearcats, got it to 17-13, and Cincinnati answered, and yep. that's the sign of a great team. I thought they were going to get beat uh, when that run happened, and then, yeah, they, they answered, like you said. Uh, and, yeah, great, great win for Kentucky uh, to finally get that win over right. Florida. We talked about it a little bit at the opening of the show. It's just good for it's good for Kentucky to get that win. They've been so close to beating them in Kentucky yeah. so many times. I got Glad a good idea done. here. What's I got that? a good idea. Okay. Okay. We got all this money at Oklahoma. How about we get Mark Stoops, <laughs> pay him what he's getting paid at Kentucky, come down and be the D coordinator at Oklahoma. I you know, I I don't know I what it is at Oklahoma. I don't think it's a coordinator problem. I just think it's a I don't know. We just can't we can't play defense anymore, you know? That's because they don't have any players. Well, they I'm not getting into it. Okay. Ohio okay. State gets a win over Rutgers 52 to 13. How about this? The Wolverines now five and oh. They stomped Wisconsin 38-17. Listen, I think Wisconsin sucks, but it's still a nice win for Michigan. They're building a little momentum there. They are. Yeah. They are. And uh I talked to my Michigan buddy this morning, and I'm telling you. This may be my upset special of the week. They got to go to Nebraska. That's going to be a big time game because Nebraska. We won't talk about it, but they got a huge, uh, a huge as in the margin of victory win over uh, North Northwestern. That's after playing OU close, playing Michigan State close, both on the road. I think Nebraska has finally. I'm not saying turn the corner, but finally got back to where they're respectable. They are, at least, you know, and that's the first step when you get as bad as they've been. You got to get respectable before you can worry about, okay, let's get nine wins. Let's let, let's get where we're competing for the Big Ten. Right. Uh, they're steps, and they got to take that respectability step back. I was thrilled with this one. Uh, Mississippi State, man, you know, they got hosed out of one game. They yes. lost a really close game the, uh, the next week to LSU. They go to AM and they pick up a win. They just kind of, listen, I'm not a huge Mississippi State fan. I don't hate Texas AM. I do kind of, but uh, it's just, it kind of seemed like justice that Mississippi State gets a win. So it was nice to see them get that. Um, Coastal Carolina, we talked about them, another huge win. Michigan State took care of business. Uh, everybody's darlings, Fresno State, they go out to Hawaii and give up 17 points in the fourth quarter and get beat. I didn't watch this, I'm not going to lie, but I saw the box score. Uh, you know, I went to bed and they were ahead seven by 14 points, woke up and they lost. Uh, yeah. Incredible, right? Oh, yeah, and I think they started dancing with some of the hula girls over there in the fourth quarter, probably what happened. <laughs> that could have been. That yeah. could have been what happens in Hawaii stays in Hawaii. All right. Yeah. Uh, big win again in Stillwater. Boy, these these Cowboys, they just keep on going, uh, proving me wrong. They beat Baylor 24-14. to um, Yeah, defensively, Oklahoma State just kind of shut them down. Baylor had all kinds of chances to get ahead. Uh, of Oklahoma State and just just didn't do it. Yeah, Baylor was just just couldn't do it. So it was a good pick by you there. Uh, pick the Cowboys. Uh, boy, UCLA. Oh God, I don't know what they are. I'm I'm no. I'm I'm just I'm so done with them. They lose forty two to they lose forty two to twenty three. Yeah. And this game at the half, I was like, it was twenty four twenty three Arizona State, and I thought, 
yeah, UCLA will probably pull this out. They just got waxed in the yeah. second half. So it, 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 incredible. Uh, I was I was really pissed off. Uh, okay, Auburn. I thought this was the biggest win of the weekend that wasn't the Notre Dame game. Uh, Auburn goes to LSU. It's a big time win, twenty four to nineteen. The biggest thing, Bo Nix, who has been awful on the road, was great in this game. This was probably his best game uh, of his career. I don't think LSU is that great. This was a huge win for Auburn, though. Yeah, and this game gets overlooked because of of the other two SEC games that were so important. Uh, this is a this was a big win for Auburn for sure. Um, I'm wondering how long it's going to be till the greatest football coach in history, because he talks like this, is going to get fired at LSU. It's going to be pretty quick because they also have problems with the NCAA. Um, it, I don't know how that happened uh, at LSU, how they got a team that was about as good as any college football <laughs> team I've ever seen. And now they're back to what I kind of thought they would be when they hired Ed Orgeron to begin with. I didn't think it was a great hire. And I'm like, well, how the hell did I miss this? They won the national title. Mm. Now they're back to mediocrity. It won't be long. He had enough players that even he couldn't screw it up. It's basically what it was, I think. But yeah. If they lose, if they lose, if they lose to Kentucky uh, this week, which they might, yeah, I think they still got Ole Miss, right? Yep. And that could be a loss. I don't know if they beat Arkansas. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. And I and they've still got A and M. Now A and M's not very good, but neither are they. So yeah. I mean, they're looking two or three more losses possibly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Magic said, did he miss the NFL talk? No, it's coming. It's coming very soon, Magic. Don't worry. Oh, Dennis, you got off work. Here's his hey, record. 20, 21 and 18 in the in NCAA, 35-25 in the NFL. That's not that bad, Dennis. No. Don't, don't worry about it. NCAA has been impossible the last two weeks. So, so don't worry about NFL. that. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Let's wrap it up. Uh, North Carolina State wins 34-27. That was a tough game with Louisiana Tech coming off that win over Clemson. Uh, North Carolina State was so to come back and win is good. Louisville, your team, Dennis, almost upsets Wake Forest, but they get the job done to win 37 34. And then Clemson, good pick to you, Papa Dude. You took uh Boston College plus 15 and a half. Boston College cannot win, but Clemson, uh, you know, the Boston College covers as Clemson only wins 19 to 13. They still just can't score, they just cannot score. No, no. I was uh following that. Well, actually, that was on TV here in uh. Boston College was driving. I thought they might go on down and score, but they didn't. Yep, I know. I thought they had they had a shot, and they just didn't get the job done. But right. uh, yeah, Clemson's—they're just not—they're not very good this year. And I kind of just write them off as far as being a national. You know, you know, Aaron. One of the biggest mysteries to me, and and I'm like you, this quarterback that was so good against Notre Dame—he doesn't even look like the same guy. No. It, 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 it's like an imposter. He's just hesitant about everything he does. And it just shows you sometimes you can have a great game. And, and But he just doesn't look like he's he's sure of doing anything. Even trying to run the ball, he doesn't look very good. I'll say this. I think what you're seeing is an example of sometimes, sometimes you got a guy out there with all kinds of talent around him, yeah. and they just make the quarterback look better. That's true. And now he doesn't have it. All those guys are gone that they had last year, and, and he, he's unsure of himself because 
that receiver isn't quite as open as he right. was last year, or the running back can't get 12 yards when you need him. Um, You're I, right. I think, I think you, we lose sight sometime. The, the yeah. quarterback still has to have talent around he him. Is. I don't care who you are. So I, I think that's what we're seeing with him, yeah. but yeah, he, you're right. He just doesn't look like the same guy. No. All right. Let's wrap up the show here with our NFL talk. Um, we'll get into the games that happen on Sunday, but let's pick this one real quick tonight. Hell of a game. This is a big game for both teams. Uh, the Raiders are three and zero. the chargers are two and one. The Raiders will be one of only two teams left in the NFL. That's undefeated. If they win, if they lose the Arizona Cardinals, I'll say it again. The Arizona Cardinals will be the only undefeated team in the NFL. We'll talk about Arizona in a second. Let's talk about this game. Who are you going with tonight? Well, I think it's amazing that if the Raiders lose, there's only one team that will be undefeated after just four weeks. Now, when you think about that, that's pretty crazy. And not only that, there's only two teams that haven't won a game yet. One of them being Magic's team, you know. So – I mean, that's pretty incredible, too, and that shows you the parity in this league, and that's why, Dennis, it's so damn hard to pick NFL games, yeah. especially in the early in the season. You still don't know what's going to happen. Uh, this is this should be a great game. When I was kind of doing the matchups here, I couldn't find very many differences between these two teams at all. You look at the quarterbacks. You know, Derek Carr has been incredible the first three weeks for uh, the Raiders. Gruden has done a great job with him. He's playing lights out. Uh, Justin Herbert, is anyone playing much better than him? I mean, he's been really good, too. Uh, Neither one of them has much of a running game. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of – you throw that out. The receivers, uh, Oakland has five guys that have caught more than 10 passes. So they got lots of threats. Uh, Mike Williams for the Chargers is outstanding. They have a tight end that's great. Uh, I, I just really think, you know, there's not much to separate. I looked at the defensive stats, and the only thing I could see here is the Raiders haven't played quite as good a teams as the Chargers have. Yeah. So their stats are not bad. Um, the one thing that stands out to me, though, is the Chargers' run defense is not very good. But Oakland or Oakland, uh, Vegas can't. They they don't run it very well. I think this is going to be a shootout tonight. I think it's going to be a great game between two great quarterbacks. I'll be surprised if it's not high scoring. I like the Chargers for one reason: they're at home, and that's the only reason. Yeah, I I well, I, I think that's why they're favored. You know, three points usually swings one way or the other. So yeah. neutral field, they're saying this is a pick 'em. Yep. Uh I, I think you touched on the big thing. I think the Chargers have played a little bit better competition yeah. than the Raiders. The Raiders have been to overtime twice. Now, credit them. They won yes. both, uh, and that's not easy to do. I think – I wouldn't even say the bubble bursts tonight, but I think they get their first loss. I think I think uh, Los Angeles will get the job done, but I think it'll be a tight game. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to take uh, the Chargers minus the three as well, Yeah, uh, and we'll see what happens. I'm actually looking forward to this one. I think it'll be a great game. I, I do too, and, you know, it's – it's. I mean, if the Raiders win, they're all alone in first place in that division, and yeah. if, if, if the Raiders lose, it's a three-way tie for first yeah. in the division, and one of those three teams is not the Kansas City not Chiefs. The Chiefs. So, I know. <laughs> pretty crazy. Uh, Curtis is singing the blues. Only oh, half, uh, The only halfway decent defensive lineman the Lions had. J- 
just announced as out for the year with a torn Achilles. Can the Lions just officially call it a year now? Nope. <laughs> you have to play all 17. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you might get one yesterday, Magic. I really did. And well, didn't they didn't. <laughs> yeah. They, they, uh, they played as hard as they could. Uh, they didn't actually. They were awful in that game. We'll get to that. Uh, Thursday night game. Thank you, Cincinnati, for falling asleep and not playing at all in the first half and getting behind and still winning but not covering. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty mad watching that, too. They were just sleepwalking the oh, first half. They looked like um, the Lions in the first half, but they did. They did. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They did. <laughs> Uh, they they did bad. wake up and win the game 24 to 21. Uh, all seriously, by the way, and that was to a team that hasn't won a game just like the Lions. Just like the- yeah. <laughs> that's right. In all seriousness, <laughs> big time win for Cincinnati. They are in a three way tie at three and one for their division lead right now. And the Steelers are one and three and in fourth in that division. So, uh, that's pretty incredible. All right, we'll move on. Washington beats Atlanta 34 to 30 in a game nobody cared about, not even the fans of either team. Uh, the Bills win 40 to nothing over the Texans. Texans are officially terrible like we thought they would be. How about the Bills? Can the Bills now at three and one? They lost a flute game against the Steelers. Are the Bills are they the best team in the AFC right now? Well, they really aren't playing anybody. Yeah. They're gonna find out. We're gonna find out this uh Sunday when they come to Kansas City. Uh, they look good. They should be undefeated. No doubt about it. Um, we'll see how they do against the Chiefs. That's going to be a heck of a game in, in Arrowhead. I think yeah. that's Sunday night. Yep. Huge game Sunday night. Uh, big time under the lights at Arrowhead. That's a big time atmosphere for sure. Uh, the Bears beat the Lions. Once again, we'll, <laughs> we'll poke at Magic one more time. Yeah. The Bears last week, Magic, I've never seen a team any worse. And then they beat the Lions this week. Sorry. One uh, yard pa- one yard passing last week. One. <laughs> uh it's it's incredible. <laughs> um it really is. How about the Cowboys? 36-28. That game wasn't as close as that. They really dominated that one. I'll ask you this. I mean, the Cowboys did lose to Tampa opening week, but they gosh, they had a great shot to to win that game. How about the Cowboys? Are they the one of the best teams in the NFC? Are we ready to get there? Well, they're as good offensively as anybody. That is for sure. Yeah. Um, they demolished uh, Carolina yesterday and decided to let him back in it and almost didn't cover, which would have really <laughs> – I don't know what I would have done if that happens. But anyway, um, they look really good. They, uh, they're, they're running backs. Oh, my gosh. Elliot is on fire. Uh, <laughs> magic says Lions with the FU in futility. Listen, Magic. <laughs> The Lions are probably going to lose. I don't even know who to play, but they're probably going to lose. We're going to lose. We need to do the show Monday, just me and you. Just you throw out a Lion thing, and I'll throw out a Sooner thing, and it'll be fun. Yeah. Back to uh, Dallas. They they really do look good. They're fun to watch. They really are. I, I love watching them play. Yeah, they are fun to watch, for sure. Even if you don't even like Dallas, that, that offense, you have to admit, is fun to watch. Yeah, uh, yeah we'll see what happens with them. I, I, I really like them, uh, you know. And you think about it, they went to the uh, Los Angeles and won. And if Los Angeles wins tonight, they're three and one. And so that win looks better than it did when it happened. So, yeah, yeah, they look good. Uh, Colts beat the Dolphins. Uh, you know, I really good pick by me to say the Dolphins were a sleeper this year. They, they got injuries. They got injuries. Wow. Quarterbacks out. 
Jacoby Brissett is, yeah, oh, he's brutally bad. Yeah. Um, speaking of brutally bad quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield is brutally bad. <laughs> now he hold on, so, Aaron. He is so bad right now. This is the worst I've ever seen him play. Now, here is a disturbing thing. Go ahead. Guess who's back? I know. Odell's he, back, and all of a sudden Baker's so, no good again. I know it. He was so bad when he was playing, and then he got hurt. And it's just like now, I I, did, I haven't got to watch him. Is Jarvis playing? Jarvis Landry? No. Okay, that's hurting him right yeah. there. That is really hurting him. How long is he out? I I have no idea how long he's out. Another couple of weeks, I'm pretty sure. That is, that's hurting him. Uh. Beckham is the most overrated player in the NFL. End of discussion. He's not that good. But I know, but I know, I know. He's wide open. The game's over. And Baker, I mean, there's nobody within 10 yards of Beckham. And Baker well, I didn't see a laser at his feet. I mean, yeah, I don't know what's the matter with him. He was so good the first two weeks. Yep. Um, yeah, it's a problem right now. They're lucky to be three and one. Yeah, for sure. They are three and one. They do win 14 to seven. And yeah, I do agree with Jared right now through those. If you're going to judge Baker on the last two games, he, he ain't going to cut it. He has to be better. Well, there's just one problem. You can't judge him on the last two games. Well, you do that. I, I he, mean, he may come out and throw for 400 this week. You don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. He, he looks bad. He looks really, really bad. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, Dennis says Browns will never win a Super Bowl with Baker. Too inconsistent. Jason says put a decent quarterback on the Browns and they win the Super Bowl. Not a chance. No, the Browns so, aren't going to win a Super Bowl. Period. So, so, they play in Cleveland. Yeah, it it's, it's, it is really unreal though how bad he's been the last two weeks. After I thought that his best start to a season yet, and then oh play yeah. like this. So yeah, but. They're three and one. That's the good news. He does have funny commercials. Yeah, <laughs> he he is. A, he's established himself as an actor. Uh, oh, he's really good. He's, he's really good. good. I think he'll be a whole son Jeopardy before long. And here's the deal, guys. And, and here's the difference between me and a lot of people. I, the, he's my all-time favorite OU player, probably, if not all-time top three. I'll I'll tell you when he's awful. He he's been awful the last two weeks. I, I, I'm not going to come on like when Mahomes plays bad, we never have to hear about it, you know, from Jared. It's still, he's the greatest ever. Well, he threw an interception. Well, Curtis, like I said, uh, Curtis, you want to swap quarterbacks with the Lions? I don't. No, I, I don't want Jared Goff. Um, but Baker's got to be better. That's, that's a pretty, he's, that's, he's been embarrassing the last two weeks. All right. Yeah, yes. I agree. Move, Move on to another embarrassing quarterback who got a huge win. The Giants go to to, uh, to New Orleans and beat the Saints. I don't think the Saints have a quarterback. I don't think the Giants have a quarterback. I don't think either one of these teams are going to be relevant at the end well, of the year. Well, I will say this. If you bet the Saints right now, you're nuts. They are schizophrenic. I mean, I, I don't know what week to week what they're going to do. No, that's why no. I say just stay off them right now. Just You don't know. Yeah. I totally agree. I'd stay away from the Giants, too. I don't know what they're going to do week to week, either. I thought they played a really good game uh, on Sunday, and I, I didn't expect them to go to New Orleans and play that well. They did. Well, um, they could easily be 3-1. and one. The They Giants. could, and they could easily be 0-4, too. So no, it's, I know. I they, know. they are there to make, you know, I mean, they're in, in a situation in some of these games where they could win, for sure. So yeah. maybe, maybe they're a little better than what we think or what I think. Uh, I want to hear you explain the next game. Okay. 
the Titans go to New York, play the Jets, and lose. Yeah. <laughs> I have I you want to talk about a team to stay away from? The Titans. Definitely. The, the Titans got smoked by the Cardinals week one. We're not competitive. Win two pretty good games and yep. then get beat by the Jets. Yeah. I, they go, I don't to, know Se- they they go to Seattle and beat the Seahawks after that horrible game against the Cardinals. And then I forget who they beat the next week. They weren't great. No, Indianapolis. Yeah. That's a decent team. Divisional game. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what happened. They did not pay one bit of attention to this team. Yeah. And went up there and lost. And and they should have lost in regulation. A very questionable call. Or this game never would have went to overtime. Um, I can't believe there'd be a questionable call in the NFL. <laughs> I can't believe that. <laughs> Uh, I I don't know. I don't know. Here's a question coming in. Uh, thoughts on Vrabel as a coach? You know the Titans. They, Jason. You know you talk about the Browns and they have talent, and I agree. I feel like the Titans have better talent that to be two and two and to lose a game like oh, this. Oh yeah. What are your thoughts on Vrabel as a head coach? I don't know that much about it to be honest. Uh, I've always thought he did a decent job. I I I think they're a little. I, I, the quarterback situation, I don't think is very good. Yeah. Um, Henry's great. I don't know. I, I, I would be questioning him right now. He obviously can't get them focused uh, like they should be. I mean, it's okay to lose to the Cardinals. They're playing really well. But you, yeah. you, you have to beat the Jets. You have to beat the Jets. It's that simple. Well, yeah. and when you don't, your coach should get criticized. I, yeah. I don't have any problem with people criticizing no. him this week. You can criticize the NFL coach all you want. Yeah. It's I mean, it's – You can you criticize college coaches too. They're making too much money not to get criticized. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, let's move on. The Chiefs, they win and they cover, so that's something new. 42-30, to 30, they beat the Eagles. Uh, still all kinds of defensive problems. Uh Pretty incredible. Jalen Hurts throws for over 300 yards and did it easily and really looked good in this game. But Chiefs have, Chiefs defenses have made quarterbacks look really good so far. That maybe not. I want to just mention this, and I am a Jalen Hurts fan, so take it for what it's worth. I don't want to hear anybody start getting on his case. Yeah. He's the only player they have. Yep. He, he threw for 387, ran for 47 more. I think whatever that is, he's like he had a hand in almost uh, – every yard they made, mm-hmm. you know? So the guys, he's playing 10 times better than I thought he could do in the NFL. I agree. But, I'm not a huge fan of his. I do think he's playing well. Um, and I don't think he has any help whatsoever. None. And then he has no defense either. Yeah. And it's just a, it's a nightmare. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the game of the week. Unbelievable. Yeah. Arizona Cardinals. They did whatever they wanted on the Rams after the Rams beat Tampa in week three, Arizona stomps them 37 to 20. And like I said, if, the, if Vegas loses tonight, the Cardinals are the last remaining team unbeaten in the NFL. I'll ask you now, are the Cardinals for real? They are for now, <laughs> you know, there's a long way to go. <laughs> and, but right now they are, you've seen them a lot. I haven't. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you hit the nail on the head last week, Aaron. You can't pick a game, but you can figure out the rest of this stuff. Mm-hmm. You said, can the Rams 
matched the intensity they had against Tampa. Yep. And maybe they did, and Arizona's that good. I don't know. But it's hard for me to think that they that they are. But uh, you've seen them. And they didn't just win this game. They they whomped them. And that's impressive. And I know Kyler Murray is a heck of a player. So right now they are. The problem with Cardinals are they are in such a tough division that you know they've got to keep winning tough games. And man, yep. that 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 gets that just grates on you as the season goes on. They turn around and they and they got to play the 49ers this week. It's in Arizona. 49ers are desperate. Uh, but they they got a quarterback that's hurt too, and I don't know how bad it is. But I mean, that's you got you got to go beat a desperate team next week, and that's hard to do in the NFL when the other team's got some talent. You know, Jason wrote. He said he can't figure out the Titans and the oh, Vikings. Yeah. I can't figure out the Cardinals, and the reason why <laughs> it's not going to get any attention for anybody that hasn't watched them or, or just watches them casually is they're four and zero, and so it's like, well, they're winning. What, what do you mean you can't figure them out? They could not have looked any better week one or this week, week or last week, I should say now, week four. Guys, I'm telling you, week two and three, this team was hot garbage. They were awful. They should have lost to the Vikings. The Vikings missed a 35-yard field goal. That game was at Arizona, by the way. Missed a 35-yard field goal. Vikings went up and down the field on them. Kyler Murray threw two or three picks. They looked awful. The Jacksonville game, and maybe just teams are going to look shit against Jacksonville because they know they're not going to be good. Cardinals were awful in that game. They've looked. They've had two games where I don't think anybody could could beat them, and two games where I think they could lose to anybody. I don't know what they are. I'm just glad they're four zero as a fan. I mean, did uh, did you make up that hot garbage, or have you heard that somewhere? No, I didn't make that. Up. I've never heard that. Where's that come from? <laughs> you got to get out more. That's <laughs> what. Was that a wrestling reference or something? No. Okay. That I reference like, that reference is as old as you. It's gotta be. It's, no, I never heard it before. It's been around forever. That's good. I love I never heard that ever. Well, you'll be saying it down in uh down at Dallas uh, this weekend. We I'll say it right now. Anybody. I'll say uh, it right now. Oh, use hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll move on. Uh the Seahawks. I, I told you they would do do this. I you said did. this is the game they win when nobody gives them a chance. Yeah. They beat the 49ers 28 to 21. And really, uh, it didn't look good for a while. Uh, 49ers were kind of embarrassing that Seahawks offense. All of a sudden, the Seahawks got going and ran away with it 28 21. What'd you think of this game? Uh, it's just like we, you called it, and I kind of thought it would be the same way. Uh, that's just what they do. Yep. And uh, well, it'll be interesting because, see, I think they play. Uh, Whoever that I think play the Rams this week. Yeah, I'm 99. I'm gonna look that I'm 99 sure. Yeah, they do play the Rams. I yeah, thought I saw so, that. So yeah, that they play uh, it's, that's, uh, uh, it's Thursday night. Yes, Thursday that's night. the Thursday night game. Yeah. Yes. So that's what this division's all about. You know, you it, win a big one and boom, you got to go play another one. And it's it's tough. It really yeah. is. Yeah, that'll be a yeah. dandy. Dennis says that he doesn't know who's killed him more, the Seahawks or the Titans. I know it's it's crazy. Uh, and then Jason said, and Thursday they'll lay an egg against the Rams. Yeah, they, they might. Very well could. They very well yeah. could. We'll see what happens in that. That'll be a fun game we'll talk about on Thursday. Uh, I told you this would happen to you. You wouldn't listen. The Ravens yeah. just stopped the Broncos. I mean, I don't like the Ravens. 
By the way, I have to brag on the games I'm right because it doesn't happen very often. <laughs> so bear with me when I say I told you this would happen. I was when wondering I why you were rubbing it in. So I was wondering why you were rubbing it in so bad on me. I get it now. Okay, that's good. I can take it. Oh no, well I can too. Uh, trust me. <laughs> You've never seen the emails I get for the racing side of it. I can I can miss a, a couple football games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Ravens. Ravens win twenty three to seven. This was really never a game. I, I just think Denver. It was just a situation. Denver is. They're just a little bit. They got blown up because of who they beat, and they aren't that good. And the Ravens really aren't great either. But I think it was a big game for them. They got up for it because of the record, and they they really get the job done. Uh, Packers. I'll call that a workmanlike win over the Steelers twenty seven seventeen. Steelers showed a little life at least. So there's that. And then last night, uh, a lot of people talking about this game. Obviously, the Buccaneers go to uh, New England and win 19 to 17. Brady's return uh, home, so to speak. A lot of people, especially up here where I'm at right now, and my family are like, "Oh, what a game last night!" I don't. It was a close game. I don't. I was kind of bored with it, honestly. Well, I was until the end, for sure. Okay. That the first part of that game was awful. You know, there's punts and it was not good. And Brady did not play very good last night. But I, I'm glad you brought it up. And because and, I do want to mention a couple of things mm-hmm. uh, that I think are important. And, and a lot of people disagree with me because they don't like Brady. Um, after the game last night, if you go watch the interview, and I can't think of the, the gal's name that did the interview. Is it is Michelle Latoya or Lafoya? Is that my opinion? I get him confused which who's on which network. Yeah, she definitely know. is one she, of them. Yeah, right. I I don't know if it's her or not, but anyway, yeah. it was um, really says a lot about him. And I've always liked him. I know he's kind of arrogant, and I and a lot of people hate him because he plays for the Patriots and and all of that. But I've never seen him be anything but humble. And he was so humble last night. He that going back into New England and playing that game bothered him. It yep. bothered him a lot. He did not want to go in there. He loves New England, and he made a, a point of how his kids grew up there, and uh, you know they loved it while they were there. And I think he even said they're going to go back whenever he's done in Tampa Bay. He was great on that interview. He was he he, he had tears in his eyes, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just watch the way other players react to Tom Brady. He's a great teammate. Yeah. They love him. I saw some of the New England players coming up and hugging him, you know, after the game. Yep. I have a ton of respect for him. And the other thing is um, he plays for a very good reason. He loves to play. Yeah. He loves to play. He's what you want in an athlete. And he he doesn't do controversial things, you know. Good family man, mm-hmm. and he could quit. He doesn't need to go out there and go through that. But he can't give it up. He loves to play, and I think that's very important in today's world. Yeah, no, I agree. He definitely. Well, I mean, as old as he is, he certainly loves to play. That's why he's still out there yeah. for sure. Yeah, and him, yeah. him and Urban Meyer, good family men, no doubt about it. Uh, <laughs> you probably didn't see that, did you? No, I did not. Herb, Herb got caught with a, it looked like a stripper maybe. So we'll are see. you kidding me? No. Well, I saw a reference on something and I thought, what the heck's that about? But I didn't, you know, delve into it. 
Herb had a Herb had a real heartfelt apology uh, today yeah. on his his press conference. It's worth a watch. Uh, just to laugh. Yeah, I might. Unless you like Herb, then probably you you don't. I don't like Herb. Magic, yeah. Go go on uh, Twitter. Go to Barstool Sports' Twitter, Magic, um, and you'll find uh, you'll find Herb <laughs> and the stripper. So, uh, yeah, I think this is a good question to to bring up. Who was better last night, Brady or Belichick? Belichick certainly slowed down slash shut down Tom Brady uh, a little bit. So what do you think? Who was better last night? Well, Belichick didn't play. So <laughs> really. Oh, you mean his uh, defensive uh, scheme? Right. Okay. I thought there for a minute Belichick was playing. I didn't notice it. I don't know. I think Brady had an off night because he didn't really want to play up there last night. That's what I think. I think he had a lot of problems. A lot of a lot of inner thoughts going on in, um, you know, I do think New England's got a quarterback that's going to be a superstar before long. I'll say this. I think New England, and this is a really, really dumb thing to say, I think they kind of turned a little bit of a corner last night. Yeah, I thought I they too. played really well. I thought the game plan was great. I thought, like said, Mac Jones – for being a rookie and it's his fourth game and he's got, he's got to face Tom Brady. I thought he was pretty good. Yes. Um, I think the weather had a lot to do with both teams, just mm, not really yeah. running the ball or, or, or moving the ball that well. Um, I don't know. I thought the Patriots gained more out of last night's game than the Buccaneers did. Honestly, I think uh, Brady was just glad they got a win last yeah. night. I think he knows they weren't at their best. And I think he knows they're not playing as good as they can. They're and honestly, there. he may have been a little tight. When that game started, oh, I he think did he not was. have a second half. I thought Dennis, he kind of settled in and, and played pretty well. So, yeah, he said that, you know, they usually go out early and they warm up and mm-hmm. he didn't go out. He yeah. did not go out early because he didn't want to deal with everything that was going on. Yeah. And that's just kind of an indication to me that he's been dreading that game. Yeah, uh, I, I think you're right. I think he, he did. He did have a sense of relief once that game was over with the interview and everything, like you said, post game. Now so, you're up there. What is your what is your what have you what's you haven't been there very long. But um, what were the people in the area saying? Oh, I think the, they're mixed emotions like, uh, you know, I, uh, Heather's uncle's a huge pa- uh, Patriots fan. And then then he obviously went to Tampa when Brady went because he's a bigger Brady fan than a Patriots fan yeah. is what he learned. He was mixed. He was like, yeah, I, I wish he would have. I wish the Patriots would have either won or Brady throw for like 450 yards. You know, like, yeah, it was kind of a, OK, Brady won. He didn't really look that good. If that was yeah. going to happen, I kind of hope the Patriots would have beat him type of thing. But yeah. I think all in all, people were just kind of like, yeah, that was that was okay. You know, that yeah. both teams, you know, they weren't great, but they can kind of build off those games, I, I guess. I guarantee you both teams are glad that game's over with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I they think are. you're right about that. Yeah. They want to go on now. They can go on with the with the season. And you're mm-hmm. right, you made a comment about Mac Jones. Uh mm-hmm. the pressure he was under last night. We kind of forget that. Oh, no question. He didn't crack under it. And again, he didn't. It's not like he played a tremendous game. It was just unbelievable. Uh, but he was really good for mm-hmm. for the situation at hand. And people forget when Tom Brady first got the uh, starting job at New England, he was not that good. They won that first Super Bowl with a great defense that shut down a Kurt Warner led Rams team. Also had uh, Isaac Bruce, Marshall Falk, and they were able to shut him down. And they didn't score a lot of points, and they won. It took Brady three or four years to really get going. 
Yeah. Um, so I think Mac Jones is, is going to be just fine. And, and Jason yeah. agrees. He says Patriots could be really tough team to beat at the end of the year when Mac has a season under his belt. He's playing so much better than the other rookies. He really is. He, yeah. He's playing better than the other rookies. There's no question. Yeah. A little bit better situation. So he's a little bit ahead of the game in that situation. But it's better from like a scheme perfect, uh, 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 perspective and a coaching perspective. But it's not like he has a ton of weapons. Like that offense no, isn't not. loaded with stars. So no. he deserves a ton of credit for that game. Uh, I, I think I think he did well. Uh, Russ says Herb might have LSU calling soon. Oh, they uh, deserve you, him. Yep, and you at USC, they could be calling Herb as well. Oh, they've so. been they've been kind of wanting him. Yeah, he'd fit in good out there too. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I thought, about the, uh, I, I, I thought Trevor Lawrence played really well the other night. I thought he, he did. looked good. Trevor Lawrence looked really good. That was yeah. his best game by far. Yeah, he yeah. looked good. Um, I'll I'll go as far as say play calling at the end of the half. It was fourteen to nothing. They were going in to make it twenty-one to nothing. They were on the goal line. They decided to go for it instead of kick a field goal, and they ran like a a, a speed option, which I just thought that's why that this is not college. That's a college play call, um, and and got stopped. And I thought that flipped the game around, or or, or we might be talking about. Uh, you know, him, uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence getting his first NFL win. Yeah. I understand where he's coming from going for it. I do too. I didn't hate going for it. Yeah. But the play call is just like, eh, you could have done better. Of course, you know, you know what, if they score, you and I are sitting here saying, I didn't even say anything about it. We're saying, boy, that took balls and what a call. They knew it was going up the middle and he went to the outside, you know? So that's most of the game though. That turned that whole game around. It did. It definitely did. No doubt about it. Um, all right, guys, make sure to join us on Thursday. We'll be back to break down all the games. You'll want to hear Papa Dude's thoughts on who he's picking, and you want to hear mine so you can do the opposite. Uh, <laughs> that's what's great about the show. You get great coverage from Papa Dude. You get terrible opinions from me, but you know they're terrible coming in, so then you can bet the opposite. So that's the value I provide on this show. Uh, it, it'll be a special show. It's Texas Week. We're going to have fun. We're going to have a lot yep. of fun on the show talking about the OU Texas game. It's I probably am going to be uh, leaving. I'm going to probably be leaving for Dallas maybe after the show. That's awesome. I That's doubt. very, very I'll awesome. I'll probably wait and go start uh, uh, Yeah. What what time for the show Thursday? It will be 1 p.m. Eastern, noon Central. So, uh, Russ, I'm guessing you're in Arkansas because you're a Razorback fan, but noon uh, Razorback time. I'll we'll call it. Um, yeah. We'll be here on Thursday. Yeah. You you're leaving for Russ. The game. Uh, so, Russ, how are you feeling about uh, Mississippi? Ooh, this is a big game for the Razorbacks. Yeah, I need some pointers on that one from a expert on the Hogs. It's, who bounces no back is the question. You know, who bounces yeah. back? I don't know. It'll be a really, really good game. Here we go. Really big game. Have you partaken? What's that mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's talking. Yeah, uh, uh, Dennis says I know what it is. Dennis says LSU has oh, great strippers on Bourbon Street. And Jason said, how do you know? Have you partaken? So. I got it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's going to be a special show Thursday. Talk about OU Texas. Of course, we'll talk about everything else, too. Russ so says not good, so. Oh. But uh, we know he's a pessimist. We do. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Have you seen the line on that game? Do you know it? Yeah, I've got head? it here. Hang on. Okay. Maybe a minute. Maybe more than that. Okay. I don't know. Oh, here it is. Uh. Mississippi six and a half. Six and a half point favorite. Hmm. That's probably about right. Arkansas has a habit of beating them. Yeah. 
Oh, now it's, yeah. now it's minus five. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll have to think about that one. Well, listen, I'll Thursday. give you the wrong opinion on Thursday. Tune in yeah. for it. Well, it's a long time it. to Thursday. That'll be one of the games we talk about, though. For sure. Yeah. Top 25 games still, even though they're coming off losses. Listen, here's the deal. If OU went to Georgia, if OU went to Alabama, I don't know oh, if they played any closer. So, no. Who in the country could go down there and play them any closer? There's probably a few teams that we just don't know about just yet that probably could. I, I don't think it'll use one of them. No. Uh, so, I mean, I'll tell you what, I'll bet you right now Auburn gives them a game. Um, I think they, yeah, it's on the road. Um, uh, offensively, I think a good defense will, will be able to slow down Georgia for sure. Uh, Auburn, they're pretty decent defensively. Yeah, I bet that one's closer. Yeah, I like what Jason says here. Jason, after Saturday, <laughs> I'll tear all this stuff down off the walls. Yeah, some show we need a tour of Papa Dude's OU Museum. So mm -hmm. He's looking at all this shit that's on the walls. Yeah. Uh, I won't be doing the show from in here next week after yeah. the loss, that's for sure. So, yeah, I should give a tour of the bar that's sponsoring us. That's a pretty neat-looking place you got there. Yeah, I got, I got, you know, I got some setups here, and yeah. uh, got, there's actually a booth over here in the corner, and I'm impressed. Cool little stuff. I'll show it on Thursday. Just All so right. people will join us on Thursday. All right, guys, we're gonna get off of here. I knew we'd go a little long. There's just a lot to talk about, and uh, quite honestly, it's just fun coming on here and talking with everybody. So <laughs> yeah, it is. And yeah. you guys that are on here, you guys are fantastic. Yeah, you know, I feel like you're my friends. Other than Magic, I feel like they're my friends as well. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel that way, Magic. I like you. Listen, Magic knows. There's a couple of other guys you work. There's a couple of there's some others I don't, but I like you. Magic, <laughs> Magic, and I, uh, we we go way back. So <laughs> yeah. All right, Magic. I'll see you soon. This is our sign. This is Magic and I sign. I'll see you soon, okay. Magic. All right, we're gonna <laughs> sign off of here. By the way, speaking of Magic. Uh, the Magic Mike show is coming up in about an hour and 15 minutes, so make sure to check that out. Uh, Magic and Mike will be here recapping all those, gosh, just a ton of uh, Breeders' Cup uh, winning your end races. They'll recap. What a great weekend. I'm sure they'll have a lot of fun with that. And uh, like I said, we'll be back right here on Thursday, breaking down the games for you once again. We love doing this show. We love everybody uh, that's tuning in. You can also uh, download uh, our, our show now on uh, all anywhere you find podcasts. Uh, the Dudes Who Bet Sports shows there. So, ton of fun, guys. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. We'll be right back at you Thursday. Uh, so, good luck, everybody, playing Monday Night Football. <laughs>